You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu! Check, mic check, waifu, waifu, Montelli May, is that you? We hitting 131 today, bro. This is episode 131, the palindrome of my check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by Don't Talk Shop, as well as our Patreon producers. Shit, I was ready for everything but the Patreon producers. Goddamn it, pull up. Aaron Brown, AB, Jay, the go G, Jaleesa, Kent the Pro, explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi. Thank y'all so much for promote for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. Make sure you guys rate it on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to this. If they have a rating system rated for us, that'd be greatly appreciated. Mike check Waifu Waifu is the anime podcast that comes to you every Tuesday at 9 30 a.m. EST. Here to talk about the latest. In the current anime season, <sighs> today is a special day because we have the My Check Waifu Waifu patented review of an anime that I'm looking forward to reviewing and discussing. That anime is Link Click, something that came out in April of 2021. I missed it. We missed it, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to get to that review a little bit later in the show. But before we do that, we must start off with Tell. And Tajay's episode of the week. What was your episode of the week this week, Tell? Uh, I feel like I, I, it probably shouldn't count, but it was the finale of Link Click. That doesn't that, count. That final episode. That <laughs> shit was good, bro. Uh, <laughs> it was good as fuck. So Link um, okay, okay. Let me see. If I had to go, go with something else. Uh, If I had to go with something else, it's gonna be Jobs Reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this week, it's really it's really link click. Link from click. Okay, yeah, and definitely for me, it's Jobs Reincarnation. That last episode was a great like wrap up for a season, like one of the one of the best wrap ups for a season that we know is going to get a continuation. Like that doesn't leave too much wanting, but it's still a, a nice wrap. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still more to look forward to. So jobless reincarnation right. for me for sure. With that being the first season done and gone, I'm a little sad because I looked forward to watching that every Sunday. <laughs> it's a it's a tough one to, to lose for the season. But we're going to get more. We're going to get more for sure. Definitely going to get more. Now this episode we are going to discuss the 2022 winter season, which is from I believe the 22nd of December is when winter starts, all the way until about what March or some shit like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, until the end of March. So this winter season, we're gonna discuss the shows that we're looking forward to. Try to find us a sleeper, um, and go from there. Man, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, this winter, but I'm kind of not because it kind of don't look that exciting to me. And we're gonna start off by saying, uh, again, this is the 2022 winter season, so we are looking forward to stuff like 
AOT, I guess. Some of us are. Shout out to uh, the Twitter sphere. People like Rob J. He's excited for AOT. Right. Um, a lot of people said Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man isn't this winter. That's later. That's technically 2023. Yeah, that's 2022. No, that's fall. So it's fall. It's 2022 fall. Uh, Some people said bleach, but that's fall. Which I can't fucking wait for bleach, by the way. Let's just take a a moment. We there. We there. (laughs) I can't wait for bleach. That trailer was insane. What I've been saying on TikTok, which is a hilarious thing, is uh, Bleach and One Piece beating up on Boruto. <laughs> like, it's that, uh, that JJK scene. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? That is Boruto taking the ass whooping right now because Bleach is going to be back. And it's going to be back with a vengeance, bro. It looks like it. It looks like the fucking... They, they invested. I'm not going to hold you. It looked like they invested because the animation was looking crazy. Nice and crisp. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely uh, excited about that next fall. But, you know, how are you feeling about AOT this winter? I'm, I'm, I think I'm in the same boat as you. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I say that because I literally skipped an entire season because that season wasn't impressive to me in the manga. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this ending of AOT, it was okay, like, but it wasn't good enough. I agree. It, there's a lot of stuff behind it that wasn't like I guess facilitated enough. I'm not too mad with Aaron. I just want Aaron to go harder or I guess go softer. Like I feel like he didn't commit enough. Uh, yeah, we I'm not that too much. Yeah, but, we ain't you know. get into spoilers, but I don't. I don't think it was a good second half of that final part when I read it. When I read it, I was holistically disappointed with pretty much everything because it was like kind of predictable. Shout out to Rob Jado for uh, for getting me on reading it. In color, so I read the whole thing in color. It was, it was cool. I, I don't know. AOT completely just fucking just. It went from almost in my top ten to being not even close to my probably top twenty. To be honest, I just I don't I don't I don't think it's I think it's okay. It's just okay. Can we talk about something real quick? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why was that almost in your top ten? I because I liked AOT. I liked AOT one through three. I loved them. I absolutely love those seasons. I I love AOT as well, but I don't think it would have been in my top twenty. Yeah, I definitely. I'm not. I'm not not trying to be like harsh on it or nothing, but I've been reading the manga for years. Um, and I don't think I would have ever put it in my top twenty. Yeah, no, it's not. It was. It was close to my top ten. Definitely was close because I just love the intrigue of it. I love the violence of it. I love the characters. But it just over time gradually turned into just a hodgepodge of a mess, mm-hmm. and, and it got too convoluted. For I, I can imagine some characters being in like my top ten. Like I think Aaron Yeager is a, 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 a above average, almost like great MC, but he has some like there's some stuff that happens, and that's just not where he kind of falls short. But really, I think characters can end up in my top ten from that show, but not. Not the show itself. It just, we, I guess we'll talk about it more when we get to AOT. I hope y'all don't don't bash me for not being that satisfied with AOT. But yeah, it was just super, just okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the hype it gets is insane. Like you would you you would think that AOT is the guy's gift to Earth, but it's just uh, it definitely isn't. 
And well, I think a lot of those people are not, they didn't read it, you know, as well. Yeah, so. oh yeah, no, a lot of people have though. <laughs> Most they, of they the did. people I know read it. So. Okay, well, I was gonna say they deserve that hype if they haven't watched it or read it, you know. they. That's true. But I guess people who, who are excited for it and are happy with the ending, they deserve that as well. So I'm not trying to take that from y'all. Yeah, for so. sure, for sure, for sure. Like, um, let me see, I'm gonna just go to Twitter real quick because I did have somebody... Uh, Kimpachi Sham or AKA One Piece Sham says AOT because I've been down since episode one. Oh, but I have to, yeah. uh, but I can't wait to see what uh, Chainsaw Man animated again. That's not until way later. So, yeah, Chainsaw Man's gonna be live. Um, uh, One Piece, uh, One Punch Sham is one of my uh, Batman antagonists. Oh, she sweet. always got she always got something to say about Batman. So I'm I'm gonna say it here. Like uh, she, she like Batman. Oh yeah, she like Batman. She always at Batman's defense, so I'm gonna just say Batman is a uh, whole trash. trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So next up is obviously Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District arc. That's this winter, according to Annie List. How you feeling about episode the first three so far? Uh, the first episode I thought was was great greatness. Um, these last two episodes, I think they were contextually just like informational episodes. Um, still building to the the height of things. Yeah, pacing is uh, a little off. It's it's mad decent. Yeah, like these two episodes don't have the same energy that that first episode have. And that first episode wasn't like super high energy, but it had a lot of more a lot more emotion to mm-hmm. it. So it carried the episode. These two, they're okay. Yeah, super okay. Uh, second, way better than the. Th- the third way better than the second though I'll tell you that much yeah I agree because it, it did have more 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 to it in general just flow yeah 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 absolutely next up is Ari Furieta I hate saying that fucking word second <laughs> season uh, world strongest what is it world strong from commonplace to world strongest is what it's called yeah 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 the second season of that uh yeah we tried to watch it I am gonna go back and attempt to finish the first season just so I can start the second season, like I did with Standing on a Million Lives. Like a Standing on a Million Lives, I finished the first season. I did not go back to first season two at all. Yeah, he's um, gonna be disappointed with ending the uh, Fiorella. Oh, you watched the whole pancakes. thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I put the pancakes. Uh, he enjoyed it, bro. I, I personally don't see how, but he enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. Cause uh, what's funny is I was just thinking about this earlier today, and I was gonna tweet something about it, but I decided not to. It's something about the year 2000. I don't know what 14 through 16. Where was that that era in anime where they just had these those battle high school anime that were yeah. just like terribly good. They like they were all bad. Like I was I just picked up one recently. It's called uh Blaze Dance of Elementalers. Element tellers, and it's like horrible, but it's entertaining as fuck. Like there's nothing really that great about it. But they all start, they all start the same way, you know. You got one boy who comes, you know, either gets transferred to this new school of these, you know, highly talented battle ladies, and and you get into a situation to where you you find one girl that you attach to, and then they end up going through a tournament situation and he has to win the tournament and he comes out in this most extravagant way as a strong guy that protects all the women and end up turns into this crazy harem. It's just, they're terrible, but they're good. And it's something about Ari Frieda that I feel like it, that that's what it's going to become. But I don't know if that is because the first, I think I watched five episodes of it. It didn't feel like that. 
it just feel like a terribly low budget isekai with uh, the overpowered character trope. I, I would like to give credit to Asterix for and Chivalry of a Fell Knight for actually doing that well, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's subjective. It, they were okay. <laughs> like Asterix was it? It was one of the better of those like high school. Yeah, you have Infinite, Infinite Stratos and shit like that. Like those mm-hmm. three were the better ones of those. There was one, there was one more. There's a lot, dude. There's so no. There was one more that was good. One more that was good. I, I can't. It's off. It's and it's on my head too, but I can't think of it. I'll, I'll bring it up later. But yeah, I, I watched the episode and a half of that, and it was it was all right. It was okay. It was okay. Of this uh uh blade dancer of elementalers. Uh yeah. Anyway, next up we have worlds and the harem, which I think is going to be both of our sleepers this season. <laughs> I, I feel like that you can't put that on the sleeper list. Though. That's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. Like uh, we we not putting World and Harem on the sleeper list. We not putting Demon Slayer. Uh, Demon Slayer. Know how we rebuilt the hero. No. Know how the hero rebuilt the kingdom. That yeah. can't go on the sleeper list. Yeah. Any, anything that's already got a claim to it can't can't be on the sleeper list. Sadly. Facts. World's and Harem. Looking forward to that one. That one. <laughs> uh, we explained this a couple of episodes ago. Was a few episodes ago. I think it was like three episodes ago we talked about it, but I cannot wait for more. Incredible, incredible concept. Um, and where this taking like the storytelling of it, nice. I like it. Um, next up we have uh there's an English version of this. I don't know what it is though. Sono Biscuit Doll. What's the English name of this? I don't know what this this doesn't have a English name apparently, but Sono Biscuit Doll. This one is uh, definitely something I'm unfamiliar with. It's a uh, etchy oh, comedy wait. romance. Whoa, wait a minute! Uh, <laughs> traumatized by a childhood incident with a friend who who took ex- exception to his love of traditional dolls, Doll Otterson hopefully Ganjo Wakain passes his days as a loner by finding solace in the home ec room at a high school. <laughs> okay. To Wakana, people like beautiful uh, Kitagawa Marin, a trendy girl who's always surrounded by a throng of friends. What the fuck does a throng mean? A group. <laughs> Why didn't they just say group? Hello? <laughs> yeah, trying to be trying to be a linguist here. <laughs> yeah, apparently oh. is uh, practically an alien from another world. Okay, I am not interested in that in the slightest. I'm not gonna hold you. Uh, that one doesn't seem cool, but it might be okay. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it. Obviously. What about you, tell? Uh, I'm not gonna watch. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna, I ain't yeah, gonna, he ain't gonna hold us. He, he, he gonna tell the <laughs> truth. So much stuff. So much stuff <laughs> on this winter list. I know I'm not gonna watch. I'm not even gonna hold it. But it's it's. So here's my thing. For this for this winter, I am cozying up to the idea of essentially just diving into more slice of life. Oh, and whoa! I think, so what I'm going to do is one of two things. Either I'm going to make myself watch from this season because that's mostly what this season is, or I'm going to do what Polo did and just go back to like previous stuff from previous seasons and years. I'm glad. And, you, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that Montel D Williams because your boy got another show for you. Uh, maybe I, should I do it after we finish this wrap up? Yeah, do it after we finish wrap up. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell's internet is doing the food tonight, but I'll do it after the wrap up of the winter season. At this show, I'm telling you, is incredible. It's incredible. So be ready for it. Uh, next up, we have Venitas Part Two. That's definitely going on the planning list. Definitely going to watch that. Uh, what sucks is that I have to wait for it to be dubbed because I just love the dub so much. I want to, mm. I want to support uh, our boys, you know. So I'm gonna watch the dub of that. I'm gonna let that chill, let that marinate. Cause I got a lot of shit to still watch on my list. Um, for sure, I, I'm watching that one. Yeah, for sure. After that, how the realest hero rebuilt the kingdom? We obviously know we're gonna be watching that. It's one of our favorites that, of spring. And you had to, you had that set as your uh, sleeper, or was it remake no. our life during that season? During that season, it was remake our life. Yeah, because remake our life was a uh, obviously a banger. Yeah, yeah. My sleepers have been. Uh, I'm what two for two now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my brother, unfortunately, I don't want this to be true because I actually trust Tell's judgment. Like, it's a picture. I'm judging off a picture. Exactly. Bro. From the bottom of my heart, I would always take, if Tell tell me something is good, I will watch it and it probably will be good 99% of the time. But because we're doing just judging off the pictures and the, and the descriptions, He's been losing, unfortunately. <laughs> but we still gonna we still gonna we still gonna get drop our sleepers. Um, yeah, no. How to Realist Hero Rebuild the Kingdom Part Two is gonna be insane. That was another wrap up of a season that was pretty good. Now, is this gonna be still season one, just the second half of it, or is this gonna be season two? I wonder how that's gonna be structured. I mean, it, it says part two, but I'm assuming this is like a season two. Okay. okay. Um, because it it didn't. I mean, I guess they didn't kind of establish it as like a part two, right. like how, how uh, Jabba's incarnation did. Right. You're right. All right. After that, we have Princess Connect Redive season two. Didn't watch um, season one, so it's it's a it's a anime game. I'm not watching it. Yeah, no, thank you. Oh, it's a game anime. I'm not watching it. Sorry. Mm-mm. This one I'm definitely uh, watching. The uh, uh, Kariki. Oh, I hate these. Tagaki. <laughs> Tagaki-san. Season three, season one and two were incredible slice of life romance anime. It's a cutesy um, high schooler who has a crush on her. Obviously, she has a crush on him. It's clear as fucking day, but they don't know how to. She she basically bullies him um, in a nice way, in the nicest, sweetest way possible. And he's like just trying to get back at her. His goal is to get revenge on her at every step of the way. But they're slowly like falling. For- Actually, you know what? He doesn't even know he likes her. She likes him and the way she shows it is by um, picking on him, which is something I did. I'm not going to hold you. When I was in the third grade, I'll never forget <laughs> it. It was this one girl and I'll say it because whatever. This is one girl named Kayla. OK, she was the prettiest girl in the third grade class. And I used to just be infatuated with her. Um, and another girl, uh, it was two girls, Samantha and Kayla. And I was mean to them both. OK. But I wasn't mean, like bully mean. I was just like, get out of my face kind of mean, you know? Yeah. I can imagine Polo doing that, but older Polo, when we hit like middle school, he 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 didn't have that same energy. No. He I, just I, ignored I did, you from the jump. I did <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't have that energy in the fourth grade, let alone any other time past that. <laughs> he said he would have ignored you for what does that mean? Wait a minute. What do you mean by what? Do you, well, I gotta share your name on my phone again. What do you mean by that? 
Polo's name in my phone is still Polo Friend Zone in Worthington. <laughs> <laughs> he is the friend zone I am, uh, king. I am not, he, man. He has a list. I don't. That of of like existences, right? Mm-hmm. It, and and I, don't, I don't mean this as like yeah, talk, he only do it to women. Because talk I to mean, me in an outside perspective because I have no fucking idea what you're talking about, okay? I hate this because it sounds wild, but Polo used to have like girls hit me up, and he ain't tell them to hit me up. But Polo used to and have girls hit me up, and I had no idea about this. Like, by the way. They liked him, and it was it. They just was in the friend zone. They ain't never <laughs> said. They ain't never okay. They ain't never said shit to me. There are there are some that attempted. Okay. Obviously, they weren't for me. But whenever they told me, I would tell them the truth. You know, you know, we just cool. <laughs> anyway, Polo uh, friend zone the one one time. <laughs> <laughs> did I really? I don't even remember. maybe most likely. <laughs> Pretty sure you did. <laughs> Dude, I just, some some polo shit there. I have no idea, man. I what I always tell people apparently. You do nothing. That's how you. That's how you live. You just do nothing because that's all I do is literally nothing. Um. Anyway. Uh. What's this one? Comedy romance. It's like some boy love stuff. Panda's gonna love this one. It uh, is a boy love one. Saki Saki to my 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 yo. Uh. That's a panda ass anime. Definitely ain't gonna get a watch from me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up we have Oh yeah this is definitely probably gonna be A sleeper And I saw this with last time we did this episode Cause we did this episode once before And y'all never heard it because we just scrapped it But Love of Kill It's definitely gonna be something that I think we're both gonna be extremely interested in Because it's an action psychological Shout out to Moody She also was making this one of hers um, I never heard of the studio though Platinum Vision You hip to that? I feel like we watched something with Platinum Vision before. Interesting. I don't ever. I'm gonna I'm, I'm look it up while while we doing this. Please do. That'd be great because I would love to know if we ever watch anything. Because I I saw that name. I'm like Platinum Vision. I, I seen like every almost every studio name I've like seen like JC Staff obviously. Uh, you foldable. I I've heard of all these studios. I haven't seen any shit they do. Survamp. <laughs> Psyche, oh, Reload Blast. I haven't seen Survamp. A Survamp Devil's Line. Ugh, God, Survamp. Oh, God, no. They did Devil's Line. Fuck. <laughs> it's going to uh, be pretty. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be directed to shit, though. Devil's Line. Dr. Dr. Ramune, Mysterious Disease Specialist. Bro. Devil's Nicola Line? Odo. Is that bad? Awful. Awful. Moody love that shit. It's it's terrible. It's a terrible ass show. It's a ter like terrible. I said again, terrible. Like how terrible. like how Moody apparently feel about <laughs> Sword Art Online. <laughs> I don't understand it. That was the craziest <laughs> conversation I ever. I'm gonna say it here. I don't. I don't care. That was the craziest conversation I ever seen. When I saw her talking to Black Anime, and Black Anime was throwing down facts, and she said, "I look at anime holistically." I was like, come on. She don't like how they did Asuna. 
So that means she really didn't watch any of the later seasons at all, like period. So she has no idea how great Asuna is as a character after season two. A lot of people so, take season two and they like to use that as their uh, ammo for shooting SAO down. And that's just wrong. <laughs> like So so allow me to play Moody's advocate, even though I don't please agree. Please do. Um, a lot of people, when they run into a bad season that really turns them off, they just stop. Right. right? Like something just, it was that bad. It just makes them stop. So I get that philosophy, right? Um, he said, I get that philosophy. I know he's, he's lagging. Yeah, I get that philosophy. But uh, my my overall understanding is like, um, because it was that bad for that time frame, she's mm-hmm. unable to stay invested for the long haul. Which um, makes sense. It makes sense. Now, had she continued and and finished, you know, the seasons and the progress with an open mind, because you have to have one of those. Right, with an open mind, she probably would have saw way more development in those characters that she enjoyed. Absolutely. Now, don't get me wrong. I completely get it. I completely get it. I completely get why people would hate SAO. As an SAO fan, I completely understand it because it it was a struggle for a lot of the, I would say, season two, the first half of season two. Because second half of season two was, uh, was that GGO? I think that was GGO. That shit was live. But I get it. I absolutely get it. So I'm not going. I'm not going bash Moody and her because she she has fantastic anime taste. Like always have. Like her recommendations of are great. She has great taste. But everybody can be wrong sometime. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know that's just her opinion. But I must say when she started comparing Seven Deadly Sins to Sao, that's when I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> all right. That's what I stopped caring about. Any every you know anything else she had to say about it? Because that's yeah, just seven deadly sins is just bad. That's just bad, and that's like that's not even an opinion. That's just a fact. That's an actual fact. <laughs> so that's like coming to an anime convention and saying fairy tales your favorite. Yeah, like who? Like then they be like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you right? You right as fuck. All right. Anyway, oh let, no. Let's move on before fairy tale. Completely review bomber podcast. Uh, <laughs> the genius prince guide to raising a nation out of debt. Uh oh, how the realest hero rebuilt the kingdom. Hey, look, that means it was good. When you have biters, that means it's good. Look, we gonna watch it though. I'm definitely gonna watch this though, for a fact. I'm not gonna. For sure. I'm not gonna lie. It looks super interesting. I I like the character design. Like if you could, if you click into it and look at the character design at the little top bar and adding list, it looks amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll take that one. After that, we have the strongest sage with the weakest crest. Man, again, this goes back to those battler animes. It looks like. Are we gonna watch it? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a try. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie. Yeah, uh, but I'm only giving it like I might do a three episode rule. Interesting. If it if it doesn't hit home or or have some greatness sinking in early on, I'm probably not gonna invest too much time into it because I, I do really want to drop and like go back into some older anime. I can't wait till you do it because I got I got a I'm gonna have a list for you, brother. All right, let's go. <laughs> Studio A Cat with she professed herself pupil. Of the wise man, um, I'm gonna tell you, I'm probably not. 
going to watch this one. I I got it planned to watch, but we'll see. Uh, this one, I, you, you know how you felt about that last one? I'm going to watch that last one we just talked about. But this one, I'm going to do the three-episode rule with. Uh, Orient, I'm going to watch it because a lot of people are talking about it. Um, more more specifically, our boy Abe from Inside the Mind of a Blur podcast and many others. I don't know all the podcasts he's a part of. He's a part of a million of them, apparently. But, <laughs> but he said that he's a... Uh, He's looking forward to that one because he picked up a copy of the uh, light novel. I can't find the tweet right now because I'm, I'm. Prof- oh, here it is. I picked up volume one at the bookstore and was really surprised at the boldness of the artwork. So I'm intrigued about the anime now too. He says. So we definitely gonna pick that one up. I, I've heard a lot about Orient in general, so I think it's definitely probably gonna be one of those that has a, a decent following that we should try and give a little attention to. Absolutely, absolutely. I just don't be another platinum man. Like that's all I care about right now. I, I don't want another platinum man. I'm fucking sick of this show. I really am. I just want to say on platinum man's behalf, the last time we got an anime from someone that like we really really enjoyed, well, we got uh, what was that one from the creator of Bleach with the dragons and stuff? Witch, burn the witch, and then yes, yes, and that wasn't even like a full. That was just like a little bit of something, and then we got Vivi. And it was like, come on, yeah, bro. So from re, from re zero writer, we got Vivi. We got some greatness, and in and that was that was all twenty twenty one, right? Burn the witch and Vivi. Yeah, or was it was Burn the witch in the last year? Well, yeah, Vi- yeah, Burn the witch was uh, twenty twenty winner. Either way, we got some goldness, like kind of like close, close to get some gold close together, right? And that's all you could assume Platinum Man was going to be, but really. Yeah, the Death Note creator. Oh shit, what kind of shit is gonna do? Yeah, nah, definitely not. Um, a dud, a complete dud. This next one, man. What's this one? Bara Aru, no Soturus. I got this set on my plan to watch. Okay, talk to me. It's it seemed like some vampire stuff. Oh, uh, God. And I know I know Polo don't rock with that, but I like vampires. What's the synopsis of this, if you don't mind, tell? So basically. Uh, Richard, the ambitious third son of the House of York, believes he is cursed, damned from birth to eternal darkness. But is it truly fate that sets him on the path to personal destruction or his own tormented longings? Based on an early draft of Shakespeare's Richard III, A. Cano's dark fantasy finds the man who could be king standing between worlds, between classes, between good and evil. Yeah, I'll wait for Toe to watch this one and give me... It's, it's, it's going to be like a Shakespearean vampire experience, I guarantee you. got me fucked up. All right. Um. <laughs> hold, hold, hold up. Hey, look, me, me and my wife, we fans of Shakespearean work over here. I am not. I don't give a two fucks of a shit about that slave owner. All right. Uh, Was he? I don't know. I just, I made that, it sounded good, so I said it. Because <laughs> now I'm about to be like, oh, I can't support Shakespeare no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was just too much. Okay, I'm probably gonna cut that out. Um, you <laughs> funny, you funny as well. In the land of Leadable, Leader Leaderdale. It's an easy guy. Or not? I don't think he's guy. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's like they in the real world, but they go into a, a game. It's a VR MMO. Oh, okay. At, after being put on life support after a tragic accident. Kina Kagami's only freedom comes from the VR MMO RPG Lido, 
One day, her life support system shuts off and Kina passes away. When she wakes up, she finds herself in Lido 200 years in the future. Whoa! As a high high elf, Kina, with lost skills, but... With lost skills but incredible stats, she must forge relationships with the residents of the New World, which, shockingly, include the children characters she designed herself. A leisurely adventure tale is about to begin. The future girl transported to a game world and smiles and tears she shares with her quirky companions. Interesting. Um, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I already said it on my plan to watch. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a, a really good that sold me. I'm not gonna hold you. All right. Alright, that's cool. I like that. Here's a slice of life for you. Akabichan. No, Sarah Fuku. <laughs> These fucking bits. Cloverworks and it looks pretty. Ooh, whoa, whoa. You ain't said nothing but a word when you said Cloverworks. Interesting. <laughs> Cloverworks be dropping some heat. Uh, she lives out in the countryside with her family. She's one uh she's one entrance to the prestigious academy, Robuyai Academy, middle school for girls. And now she wants only two things to wear schools. <laughs> wear a school sailor uniform and to make a hundred friends uh oh Comey can't communicate kind of gotta catch them all yeah apparently that's the uh dude I it's crazy because Comey can't communicate she wanted to make a hundred friends she's she literally I just I just love her she's a great character design alright the next one is uh, Sakabukiyu Bisco it looks like a fighting head joint I looked at the trailer of this one a while ago. Okay, talk to me. <clears throat> I ain't talking to you about this. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna give it the three three episode rule because it looked like some meathead stuff. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It might give one episode rule because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks super meatheady, and I ain't trying to be rude because it might be good. But I ain't trying to I ain't trying to watch no another Akaduma Drive man. Fuck it, that. It, it it looked like because the animation Akaduma Drive was better, mm. but. It looks like it's gonna be like adventure, like action adventure with like the power of friendship and explosions. I'm cool, a hundred percent cool. I'm gonna give it three episodes. We gonna let we gonna let Tell talk about it. Okay, <laughs> Dolls Frontline. Probably not. It looks pretty, but I probably ain't gonna touch it. Uh, yeah, and yeah, nah. Let's see here. Slow loop. A slice and I what connect? Actually, the studio for it. What is it? Is this an erase kind of deal? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Is that what it's saying? Nah. Nah. I lied to so, you. So, go on to that next one, brother. What's that? The Tokyo 24th Ward? Yeah, yeah. Talk to me. Cloverworks. So, I don't know. I have, I've never heard of this before, but I've been seeing some, a couple of people tweet about it. Moody being one of them. Okay. Um, the Far Eastern Special Administrative Region, also known as the 24th War, is a man-made island that sits on in Tokyo Bay. Shudo, Ron, Koki were born and raised on the island. Their family backgrounds, preferences, and personalities are completely different, but they are childhood friends who have always stuck together. However, one incident changed their relationship forever. Mm. Um, and then it's the rest of it. A year after, three friends are re- reunited by chance at a memorial service held for the incident. All three of their phones suddenly simultaneously. Their friend who's supposed to be dead is called calling and demands that they make a decision about the future. The three friends do what they believe is best to protect the twenty fourth war and its inhabitants. Okay. Interesting. I mean 
it's interesting. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm sold on that alone. No. But I will say I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna give it three. I'm gonna give it three for sure. Uh, okay, we're gonna do two more, and we're gonna go into finding our sleepers. Fantasy Bishoko Shujo Junki OG signed to. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a comedy fantasy romance that I'm probably not gonna watch. Um, yeah, no, nah, I'm probably not gonna watch that. What about you, Tell? No, nah, I'm not touching it. I ain't, I'm not touching it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying. Hakozumi Coben. I'm not gonna read the rest of it. I'm probably not gonna touch either. A comedy yeah, drama. A uh, female police officer, Kawaii, had enough of her career. She wasn't enough to. Yeah, I'm not even gonna read the rest of that. Uh, yeah, that's not interesting. Those are not interesting. This season is a little bit light. It's a little bit light, but you know yeah. what that means. That gives us and you, the listener, the opportunity to catch up on other stuff. So, with that being said, look forward to next week because I'm gonna say this now and hopefully tell to be down with it. We're gonna do a recommendation list from uh what the previous two seasons of anime mm-hmm. you gonna do that? do that okay let's do that and we're gonna give y'all a list of stuff that y'all can go back and watch because this winter is a little slow we are gonna include some stuff from from like old shows too just to kind of fill it out but mostly from fall and spring we're gonna try to give y'all a nice list to go back and watch some stuff I think we should go back and pick our sleepers for the winter 2022 season. Bro. <sighs> what you thinking, man? Um, so I am going to go with. Uh, I am going to go with. Uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Sheesh, bro. <laughs> I know, right? It's, this is a tough one. I am going to go with uh... Nope. I'm going to go in the land of Lido. Wow. Okay, great choice, bro. Great choice. Is that just No, no, no. I, I, I forgot about it until you said it. And I'm like, that's a great choice. Okay. Shit. Oh, man. I'm gonna go with Love of Kill. Hard to right. hard to say this season. I think we both failed at this one, but don't yeah. know. Love of Kill might be a banger. It might, it might. But also, so with the genius prince that's raising the nations out of debt or whatever. Fuck, that could be it too. No, it ain't. All right, tell. So before we move into the uh, review. Of a uh, link click, I must say, I watched some heat. Some heat. Yeah. I did exactly what I've been like I said in in past episodes. I've been going through different years of anime, and I just added a bunch of stuff to my list that says watching, just so it pops up on my front page on my adding list. Make sure y'all check the uh, show notes for the adding list profiles to follow us on, so you can see when I'm watching and when I watch it because I update it literally as I'm watching it. Like I go to my Annie list, I look at my watching category, I click the show, and if you scroll down on the left-hand column, you can see where you can watch it at. 
So I just click that link and it takes me right to Verve or it takes me right to Crunchyroll or it takes me right to Funimation and I watch it. So this show, boy, when I tell you this is a show I will not spoil for nobody. I okay. Need, I need Toe to watch it. I need everybody to watch it. But it's called Sagarada Reset. Sagarada Reset is one of the, has the probably... Y'all know when y'all talk about those smart characters, right? You talk uh, uh, Liloche from Code Geass or L from Death Note or like you talk these real smart characters that just get shit done in a puzzle matter. Sagarada Reset has the best, the most intelligent probably character you will ever see. Now, what this is about, this is about a, a, a town in Japan called Sakurada, okay? Sakurada is a is a village where this only this village the do the residents of the village have special abilities. About 50% of the of the village have these special abilities. Some abilities can range from making stuff float from telepathic abilities or um or what's another one? Um a guy can transfer different abilities between two different people. So like if one guy has, has an ability, he can transfer it to another guy. One guy has the ability to basically do like long distance future messaging to people like in their mind. So he can talk to them through their mind. You have like just different crazy type of abilities. It's the two main characters. It is, ah, why can I, why am I tripping? Kai Asai. Yeah. Kai Asai. Asai, he has the ability to remember everything, all of it. No matter what it is, no matter anything that happens in his past from when he was four years old, he can remember every single piece of it, 100% of it. Like like he did it yesterday, he can remember it all. The girl, Misori uh, Haruki, Haruki, sorry, she has the ability to reset up to three days of time. So basically, when those two come together, she has the ability to reset up to three days of the time. She had to have a save point, obviously. And he has the ability to remember everything. So even when she resets the three uh, three days prior, he still remember what happens. So he used that knowledge to then join a club called the Service Club where they help people out with their problems, where he basically try to make the world a better place or the city a better place. But when I tell you that these two characters, this group of characters grow through so much shit of just bureaucracy between the fucking bureau called um they're just called the bureau like they're they're specializing and making sure that people aren't abusing their abilities or you know trying to hurt somebody with their abilities they have to go around them like the fucking fbi and work with just different groups of people to try to solve this major mystery about what's going to happen essentially in the future of this town story is fucking incredible some of the best writing i've ever seen this is another one of those shows though that watching it subbed is hard because they talk extremely fast and it's so much fucking just word vomit i had to rewind like <laughs> i had to rewind like four times in, in the whole season it's 23 episodes beautiful show absolutely gorgeous i mean like gorgeous storytelling like some of the best i've ever like this made my top 10 this made my top 10 anime this came out in 2014 never never 2017 sorry never heard of it in my life but when i watched it i was extremely entertained he's the smartest character i've ever seen in anime so fuck all y'all list of the smartest characters he's the smartest character because the shit he does with only having memory 
Incredible. Incredible. So I just got a question then. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the, the character list and the Kai Asai dude, the main character, mm-hmm. he has two voice actors. Mm-hmm. Is one of them like a, a inner monologue voice actor? No, it's him as a kid. Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah. Okay. Incredible, bro. bro listen, he is incredible. Like the one of my favorite characters for one because he's super blunt. Like he doesn't, he's not that that bullshit type, nervous type character. He will tell you straight up to your face, like you know, I don't like you, or I like her, or I like this, or this is what we're gonna do. Like it's just so, he's just he's mild and and like super calm, but the way he thinks, man, is just fucking crazy. It's incredible. I think this is a show that everyone needs to watch. Okay. Slice of Life fan or not? What is more supernatural? Yeah, please, please watch it. It's incredible. It's an incredible, incredible show. I couldn't fucking put it down. I was watching it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I cannot believe this is happening. Like some of the shit he does isn't crazy. (laughs) Oh my god! Like, uh, so good, so good. Crazy ability. All right. So, uh, Polo just gave us a great recommendation. I actually have a recommendation of my own. Sure. Uh, Bring it. I. I watched almost every episode, all the episodes of it. The only reason I haven't watched the final episode is because it comes on the 22nd. Uh, Talked OP Destiny. Oh, yeah, that shit. <laughs> I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. It's, okay, okay. It's okay. So, so I'm not saying it's amazing. Uh, it's an, it's animated by Madhouse and Mappa, which means it looks amazing. I think yeah. the sound design is a 10. I do think the pacing's a little weird and the story's <laughs> yeah. a little weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I do think the characters become a bit lovable. They grow on you in terms of like how they kind of uh, operate and how they develop. Um, yeah, this but yeah, I, th- I think it's. I don't. I don't think it's. I think it's worth a watch. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised as I got through the season. I kept this one to myself because I don't. I'm a disagree. I don't think it's worth the watch. It's okay. Really? It's very pretty. Very nice sound design. But it's like. It's not I don't know It just didn't impress me that much But Shout out to AB One of our Patreon producers Aaron Brown He says I just finished Tacto P Destiny Shit was wild I think there's uh, One more episode That still needs to go up On Crunchyroll But the first 10 Were beautiful Bit corny And not a deep plot wise But absolutely gorgeous Animation And the music Was stellar as well I agree yeah. with all of that But I, I think where it dropped off at Is There is a lot That feels unexplained And Uh the 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 traveling shit was just weird. That that was the part that really lost me. <laughs> like 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 I said, I enjoy watching it. Um, but when they was like traveling and stuff, I did feel myself zoning out a bit until like yes. they started talking about stuff that was important. That, and that's yeah. that's exactly why I couldn't recommend it because I just I was I was kind of bored <laughs> for a lot of it <laughs> until shit started happening. When started start, shit started happening, I'm like, okay, this is cool. But I was like, eh, you know, like I was it, just. It, it took too long to get into like this final arc of it, right? Yes. Like they, they keep talking about the timbre of yes. like of how the, the the they're playing the music and whatnot. Like your finale, this is what your encore is basically. And they could have gotten to this kind of like height of it, like <laughs> in the middle of it, and I probably would have been like, Yeah, this is good. Hear it's me really, out. really good. I know it ain't done yet. I know it's still one more episode, but do you think they're trying to be deeper than what the shit really is? Like do you think they're trying to go that I'm deep 
but it just it's falling flat. I don't. I mean, I don't think so because I'm not picking it up as deep. If if I, don't, I think like, that's, that's I, what I'm saying. I think that was trying to do that, but it just. Yeah, I was gonna say other people might pick it up as deep, but it it doesn't feel like they're trying to be deep me, to me. Okay, it feels I like it, it feels like if anything, like it's us just overthinking. Yeah, the possibility of it being deep. I think it's just music yeah. and action. Okay, yeah, like <laughs> oh shit, you can't listen to music, and if you listen to music, this shit happened. But but it's it's weird. It's very weird. Like, very we pretty know, though. It looks. We it don't look know good. why why the music specifically bothers. The 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 aliens. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. It would be nice to know, but I do think obviously I think the music is is on point. Like I love piano, I love orchestral music. Mm-hmm. It's literally some stuff I listen to all the time, and then mix it with good animation and fighting. I wish that there were some things that were better explained. But other than that, I I personally recommend it. Polo said he doesn't. I don't. But I think I think it's I think it's a good easy quick watch. Just turn it on. Just. Get it over with, and there, think it's interesting. There's so much other stuff to look at. Like it's pretty. Like you will definitely enjoy looking at it. But you just be like, no, why am I here? I don't. I mean, I guess so. This is my 112th personally. anime for the year. Nice, <laughs> so, nice. My 112th one. So <laughs> I feel it. That's what's up. Uh. All right, let's get into the link click review. This one's gonna be easy. Um. You think so? Yeah, I do. I do. I really do. Link click. I- is uh special very very special um if you haven't watched link click are we gonna spoil link click probably not right we're just gonna talk generalities of it and yeah yeah um, I, I do i really want to talk about that as we, we don't we don't have to talk about that yeah i don't think we should because i think people should definitely watch it i think this is one we can recommend you should watch for sure shout out to sundari and sundari and um and moody for championing this show uh, this show is incredible. This, like I said, it came out in April, April 30th to what uh, it ended July 9th of 2021. We completely missed this one. I think was what, what was this? What was that time period? Was that Vivian uh, in Tokyo Avengers? It came out, did it come out in the fall or spring? What, what that's spring, what? the end of spring, pretty much. Yeah, so Vivi, um, remake our life. Yeah, it came out way later than our uh spring preview, too. So that's probably why. But uh, I guess I should get the review up. Talk to me. What did, what did you feel about in general about Link Click? General thoughts. <laughs> or actually, yeah. Yeah, what were your general I'll, thoughts? So I would definitely put it in my top 20. Okay. Um, Because I, I definitely think that it was highly interesting. I would love a season two um, because mm-hmm. the way it left off, it, it, it feels like it's needed. Obviously, definitely getting a season two. Yeah, yeah, but um, it it really surprised me that of like how good it got, and it wasn't spoken of more. Mm. And I think it's just a it, it came out at just a weird time, right? Yeah, like April thirtieth is literally the tail end of spring. Mm-hmm. Like like that's summer. You're in summer <laughs> at that fucking point. So is it maybe it's technically summer, and we just I don't know how we still missed it though. I don't know. I think Link Click was uh, it deserved more love for sure. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to go to my Google Doc so I can bring up our review scale. Um, I feel like it could uh, it can probably be 
me see. I think it could probably be really, really. It's definitely in my top twenty, but I'm talking yeah. high, high, top twenty. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me one. I'm trying to think of all the stuff in my top ten. I was like, all my stuff in my top ten is is I would say is better, in my opinion. Okay. But link click where where it stands, I feel like it's almost like I'm not gonna say it's criminal that it's not spoken of as much, but it, it definitely feels like underrated. Like I can't I can't quite understand <laughs> <laughs> how how that one got just. I mean, there's some really good stuff that happened this year, but that one went under the radar for so long. True. Tell them. I think um, I think we should get to the review. So the review goes like a little bit like this. The way my check waifu waifu reviews anime, it goes in five different categories. We individually rate those five categories on what we feel like uh, <clears throat> what we feel like the anime deserve. So, for example, the five categories for rating our anime is animation sound design, pacing, plot, and characters. We rate those individually. We each give an individual score for each category. After we finish giving those review (laughs) scores for the categories, we then average out both of our scores and then we put those together to give you an overall my check waifu waifu scale. Um, First thing we're gonna start off with is the animation. So the animation is art style, visual direction, scenery, and overall viewing experience of the anime. So. For link click animation, I would I've, I would like to start here if you don't mind. Go ahead. Gave me extreme Grimgar fantasy and Ash vibes. Bro. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that. I, knew I you just love the I just love the the hand drawn background on top of beautifully drawn characters in the foreground. Um, the animation wasn't like strong. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't strong, but it looked the art style looked absolutely amazing. The move there were some movements that were fantastic, like some fight scenes that were pretty good. Some uh like some motions they would do like there was a, a scene where they were on a basketball court and that and the way they were playing basketball looked incredible. But it looked the rest of it kind of looked extremely average, right? Like it looked super average until they did something extraneous and it was it looked real good. So for me the animation goes without saying to be an eight. I love the way it looked scenery-wise. The scenery carried it for me up to an eight because I thought it was just average. And for me, personally, average is a seven. So it's just above average for me. I'm gonna go with an eight when it comes to the animation of Link Click. So uh, while I do agree with Polo a lot on that, um, I, I think that the the animation, very Grimgar-esque, um, where it really excelled at is like making a difference and distinction between things. So a lot of times it did did look very average, but um, as soon as things necessary, let's not even necessarily say it got real, but as soon as things got emotional, mm-hmm. as soon as you saw like a picture that was supposed to symbolize some kind of importance inside of the show, because we do know in link click. Yeah, sorry, um, tell, pictures, tell us internet, tell us internet is going out. You're lagging. Okay, all right. As soon as as soon as you saw something that was like a picture or something that was supposed to be of importance and then click, those moments really yeah, shine. Yeah. Um so that really made me feel like I guess I agree with Polo and that extent that it really kind of was definitely above average and really stood out. Uh, so I give it an eight point five. I think the only thing that would have made it 
exceed that. It, it would have been perfect if the animation was 100% standing out all the time. Yeah, consistently move like, because again, when moments happen, just very specific moments that you can remember, you would always remember, and maybe that was what they were going for. I think it looked fantastic. It definitely looked above average. And just, again, the art style and the visual direction of it, period, was just, it was it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So definitely above average for both of us. Um, I'm going to bring up this point too. This is kind of what I want, maybe without the drawn backgrounds and stuff, I want that to be a little bit more solid. But this is kind of what I want Solo Leviton to look like. Really? Yeah. I, I think, but if they do the animation, like the consistent animation, 100% throughout, like whenever in Link Click, whenever our, I'm going to just say our, one of our protagonists was fighting. And obviously, you know what I'm talking about, but it's I'm not going to Yeah. Very fluid. I want it to look like that. You know what I'm saying? The whole time. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, think, I think what you're, what you're really getting to, though, is the fact that even though the painted backgrounds look really good, they didn't look alive yeah, yeah. Said, so even though they they had a, a great texture a great feel to them they were very stylized the the backgrounds because they were painted didn't have that like feeling of lived in like something like grimgar i was just because, gonna say that is that crazy that grimgar did yeah. but it's because of the world of grimgar right yes. like this is this world and link click is more realistic and seem like in close to ours so the fact that we can see like Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on with this internet. You there? I am here, but oh, right, there you go. Oh, we got him back. Yeah, it, it's as soon as you see something that in in like link click, like the world is so realistic and, and like ours mm. that it can't it can't be like Grimgar. Grimgar yeah, is a yeah. fantasy world, so that background appeals more in that world, so it, mm-hmm. it fits the animation style better. That's a fact, because like when they were at the, like for instance, one of the 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 visual parts of Link Click that it just had me like, eh, was the Boba Shop moment. Like when they were mm-hmm. at the Boba Shop moment, and that was going on, I was like, ah, yeah. you know, it just it it didn't work there then. Um, but it still looked beautiful. Again, looked very, very beautiful. So right, next, it was bright. Facts, facts. For the next thing we're gonna rate, the next thing we're gonna rate is the sound design. The sound design consists of the soundtrack, composition, sound effects, and how it uh, f- led to the visuals or how it tied to the visuals. I'm sorry. Sound design. Uh, for us, this is probably gonna be mostly music. This shit was fucking incredible, man. Absolute the soundtrack for this show. Oh, it's your turn to start. I'm sorry, I was about to go off. You are sorry. Go ahead. Bro. Go ahead. Just take the wheel. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Um, yeah, absolutely incredible, incredible music. Now I know this is coming from me, so it might sound weird. So, ironically enough, we talked about. Before we started watching Link Click, we talked about intros and outros and how I <laughs> skip them every single fucking time. But this time, I let the intro play for about 15 seconds and I listened to the outro for about, uh, about I would say about 45 seconds of it because it was just that fucking good. It was just that good. The, the music intro, outro wise, the soundtrack, the way where they put it, 
wonderfully emotionally tied to the visuals gorgeous like the music brought the art style up for me even more because it just fit so perfectly and then i mean the voice acting i have no fucking clue like japanese voice acting i think i can understand a lot better than chinese i'm gonna leave that to to the professionals i'm a (laughs) I, i i don't i have no fucking idea how the voice acting was to me it just it you know it sounded like chinese so I just I had no I don't I don't know if it was good or not. I'm gonna get back to y'all on that next week after I talk to somebody about the Chinese voice acting and how it was. <laughs> but understandably so, I I can't go anywhere under a 9.5 for the sound design. Matter of fact, because the music was so good, I'm gonna give it a 10. I'm gonna <laughs> just give it a 10 because the music was just fire like all throughout the entire show. Montel. <laughs> All right. So um Polo kind of spoke all my words for me. But uh basically the only thing I can really say to add to that is um with the audio, it really I'm I'm not doing the thing again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. Well all I can say about the audio is link click what it did that made the audio such as audio Hello? Is he back? Why does he keep doing that, bro? <laughs> uh, good old internet. Well, it, it shows right here that my internet speed is perfectly fine. And then, you know, Discord shit drops it to, to like red. All right. Uh, I hate this. Um, <laughs> all right. Basically, the, the audio... What it did for the context of the show is it really evolved, involved so much emotion. Mm -hmm. So like, and it is really surprising for a show that's so heavily based around photos and videos and imagery that the audio is really what stands out so much and makes such a huge difference from from intro to actually in the animal and scenes to the actual outro. Mm -hmm. Like the music is just impressive all the way through. So I actually agree with Polo, and I'm surprised that he did this, but I gave it a 10 as well. Oh, yeah. You can't go anything lower than a 9.5 or 10. Like I was in a 9.5 range, but when I remember how much the audio beefed up the visual aspect of the show for me, like just from transition to transition was just so good because it It was well placed every time, every single time it was well done. Next up is the pacing. The pacing consists of the episode to episode strength and continuity. How if how well did it develop the story and how it just unfolded as the series went on? So uh, the pacing for this one, it almost has some Steinsgate-esque pacing. Um, but I would give Steinsgate the, the benefit on pacing in this regard. Mm. Because this one... Uh, while I thought the pacing was okay, I didn't think it was stellar. Um, I think it did sprinkle some stuff in, but it didn't become necessarily relevant until later on. Mm-hmm. And they only really kind of dropped, dropped like one or two breadcrumbs and not enough throughout until it got to like episode nine where that shit really started to get, wow. to get really like kind of, I guess I feel involved. Um, so was that the story then or was that the pacing of it? Well, I'm saying that uh, I, I think that the pacing itself was not not the story, but I think the pacing itself just wasn't giving the story enough leeway. Mm. 
more or less. So I'm saying the pacing is an eight out of ten. Um, because I wasn't necessarily like feeling how the speed of the show or how the how it was leading up to the big moments and reveals essentially. The the episodes themselves I don't think were bad, but it gave me like problem of the week until episode like eight or nine. And then that's when it felt like this is where the story is sinking in. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you. And it's probably because I'm a I'm a big Steins Gate fan. I absolutely love the the methodical aspect of it. And you don't know how good the pacing is until the last episode. But when you watch the last episode, that makes the pacing fucking incredible, bro. Incredible. Because you One of my favorite last episodes. Then you come back and you think about, just like in Steins Gate, you come back and think about episode one. And you're like, fuck, bro. Episode one was the answer the entire fucking time, basically. And it's a Steins Gate thing for me. I, bro, I, I'm going to give it a nine. I think the pacing was absolutely incredible because of what it did with a plot that was seemingly average for majority of it i think the pacing is is carry the story to make it as good as it as it ended up being for me personally if it wasn't for the pacing i don't think the plot would have been as good so that's just where i'm gonna go there and with that let's go on to the pacing i mean the plot which is our last category the plot is oh no not our last category second to last category sorry about that uh the plot is the overall story and how it felt how we felt it was written how well the story resonated with us as the viewer you want me to start on plot too no i'll start on plot as i was saying the plot was was good because of the pacing at the last episode if it wasn't for the pacing of the last episode the plot wouldn't have been as good it would have been like tell said an average situation of the week type shit and that's fine like it was it was still good but it it would have left a lot to be desired so again if it wasn't for the last again two episodes even the plot wouldn't have been as good as it is the pacing was was incredible so it carried the plot for me the plot was also good. I also love how they didn't explain and slight spoilers, very, very slight, but you'll you'll see when you watch it. How they didn't necessarily explain the rules. Um and I like that kind of. Like that this was the first time ever where that made sense. Like and the show I was talking about earlier where uh Sakura's uh Sakurada's reset, they don't really explain the rules either. You kind of learn it as as you go along, which is perfectly fine, but you have to do it right. And link click and this definitely did it right so i will say this there are some shit in the plot that had me like i don't a lot missing there's holes in the plot um how many people can do this why can they do it like there's some holes inside of the plot that maybe we'll get into season two but until we get that season two i'm gonna have to give the plot a seven All right, so uh, to me, the plot is overall what carried the uh, entirety of the anime. Um, I think that the the most important part about the plot is how they tied everything together, like you said, in the end, um, which is a bit of the pacing as well. But the the way that the story kind of coalesces into this, this not omnipresent, but this almost like omniscient series of events that every single episode kind of has something to do with this final moment yes. and we find we find out about this final character and and these different things that kind of all lead into what's going on 
and why things have been changing, even though we had an idea as to why they've been changing and, and whatnot. Don't, um, don't go there. <laughs> right, right. Oh, cool. Sorry. But why, why we find out why these events are happening, essentially, um, it, it kind of turns into one of these moments where the... Am I lagging again? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're I'm waiting to look at it. All right. All right. It kind of turns into one of those moments where we understand the severity of everything now because we're seeing it all in front of us. And I, I think I agree where, like Polo said, the, the explanation to some of these things are not as important as the actual event of them happening. Mm-hmm. So I I loved the idea of how they, how they explained yeah. Probably the entirety of everything. So I gave I gave the plot a nine out of ten. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, again, the plot was good. It was a, that's why I gave it a seven. It was average. If it wasn't for the the way it was paced, man, I don't think it would be as good as it was. I don't know. I I I think we're saying the same thing, but differently. You know what I mean? Like I think we both yeah, like we're just viewing it differently. Yeah, we, we're viewing it completely different. And I agree with you, and I think you agree with me. So I think it's it's like we're on the same page here. But the way we kind of view the plot, the pacing piece of it, how important the pacing is compared to the plot, is uh is what's is what is making that a little bit different as far as the average goes. But man, fucking good story, man. It's a great story. Great story, and I and I said at the beginning it was it was great, it was definitely great. Um, last but not least will be the characters. Characters are characters uh, relatability, overall development and growth of the characters, and how memorable they were. Uh, tell you want to start off with the characters. Um, so I really enjoy these characters a lot. Um, I think that the character interactions are. The issue I have is the character interactions don't feel necessarily important to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, while I do think the characters themselves are important to the show, their interactions aren't. It's more about like the actual uh, events that take place. Um, so I didn't really feel a connection to the characters' relationships in this show. Uh, so I, it felt kind of middling and average there. But uh, how the characters' emotions develop and whatnot to me felt important. How the characters became invested in some of the events felt important to me. Uh, so that leads me to put the characters at a 7.5 out of 10 because those emotions, those connections felt somewhat realistic and somewhat understandable. So those are things that I think just really made it excel if it, if they didn't have those kind of connections i probably would actually put the characters a bit lower yeah i have 100 100 agree bro like the characters again i i didn't care about them as much as i think we were supposed to may have been the voice acting may have been other things i don't know i thought they were super average but it, and it like but they were average but likable they were averagely likable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I did like what you know the friendship between uh, Ling Guang and and sorry 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 Shang Shi. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm trying my best here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but like their relationship was cool. But it that was like it. There were really not much else. There were the the situations of the weak characters that that we had. 
And so Qua was okay. Yeah, super okay. She was just there. She was really just there. And kinda as a plot device for other situations, but it was fine. It was only two characters, really. We were supposed to even essentially care about and then the the picture stories the picture stories were cool and i love how they established those characters nice and quick while also you know make fine we've while also giving us things to attach ourselves to like and i will say this as vaguely as i possibly can the um i think the uh the basketball story hit the most when it came to the characters that was a really good one like period um, and I agree with you wholeheartedly that it was a 7.5. It was slightly above average. Okay. And with that being said, that's the rating of our five categories. The average of our five categories, to give you a refresher real quick, Polo gave the animation an 8. Tell gave it an 8.5. I gave it a 10. For sound design, Tell also gave it a 10. For pacing, I gave it a 9. Tell gave it an 8. For plot, I gave it a 7. Tell gave it a 9. For characters, I gave it a 7.5. Tell also gave it a 7.5, which brings Polo average to 8.3. Tell's average to 8.6. And the overall score for my check waifu waifus link click review is an 8.45. 8.45. Interesting. So for those of you that's been following us for a while, interesting stuff. Link click is rated the same as Invincible for us. Which, yes, I can totally yeah. see that. I, I, will, I, will, I will say it's about there. Now, the average of our scores don't necessarily mean, you know, that we feel like is better or worse than the other things we rated higher. Because to be honest, the stuff we have rated higher, I think this is way better than a lot of them. <laughs> but to give you the uh, justification of what I'm speaking about right now let's go through the list at number 24 i'm gonna start from the bottom up as I, as I always do at number 24 we have 91 days at 6.4 that shit <laughs> <laughs> at number 23 banana fish at a 7.3 too high if you ask me 22 dr stone at a 7.8 21 tokyo revengers 7.85 number 20 my hero season 4 7.9 that should be lower Number 19, Gangsta, 7.95. Number 18, Shivery of a Failed Night, 7.95. See, this is interesting because I like Shivery of a Failed Night. I think it should be just below Link Click, but, you know, that's where we at because it's so objective, I guess. Uh, Bungo, Stray Dogs at number 17, 8.4. Invincible, 16 at 8.45. Link Click, 8.45. Darwin's Game, 8.5. See, I think... Link Click is better than Darwin's game. That's crazy. Made in Abyss at number 13, 8.5. Gate at number 12 at 6, 8.65. At number 11, we have Erased at 8.75. Number 10, fucking B-Stars at 8.85. That's tell shit, apparently. Uh, number 9, Demon Slayer at 8.8. Number 8, Arcane at 9.2 easily. At number seven, Vinland Saga at 9.25. Ah. At number six, Grimgar at 9.3. Yeah. At number five, Promise Neverland at 9.3. At number four, Fire Force at 9.35. At number three, My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu at 9.45, rightfully so. Kanad 9.8, rightfully so. Astro Lost in Space at a perfect 10, rightfully so. 
Yeah, I think the the upper half of our list is incredible. I so man, it's crazy. So here's the thing, and while I agree with you that I also like Shabri of a Fellow Night, the reality is on the spectrum, yeah. right? Yeah, the five it's really, categories. It's, it's, it's really not that that great on the entirety of the spectrum. I, I just think that we enjoy that series yes. specifically, right? That's a personal thing for us. <laughs> Right, like I think I think something like Steins Gate is objectively good. Yes, and I, and like Darwin's Game, I do think that Link Click is better than Darwin's Game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we put down the entirety of everything, I think that it probably just had better slightly characters. more consistency. Yeah. yeah, better characters, so slightly more consistency on the entirety of the scale mm-hmm. instead of like having really high things. Like, can you remember the music from Darwin's Game? Fuck no. But you gonna remember? You gonna remember that intro, that outro from, from this? Though, I wouldn't even sure. remember the fucking transact the the transition music for like, right. Like, that's what that's I'm saying. Fact. So the sound design on this was so good, but there's like you're not gonna remember those characters' name at all. Yeah, no, I already. Forgot. I mean, I don't I don't remember them from Darn's game either. But that's just saying, like, if it's consistently at eight point five the entire time, it's gonna be higher. That's a fact. <laughs> all right, is it uh my turn? Random, random number generator. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a polo turn. Give me, uh, give me a number. How many in the, in the list? Uh, it, it, oh, I'm not actually hit the rated anime list. <laughs> My bad. Don't judge me. I'm a professional too. We, we doing professional stuff. <laughs> uh, we have fifty five questions. Fifty five questions. When we. Oh, let's do this. 47 is the question, which I feel like is extremely close to what you wrote last week. How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? Oh, shit. Good question. Okay. I'm going to tell you my morning routine. I wake oh. up. Okay. I wake up. I brush my teeth, obviously. But before I brush my teeth, I'm going to just say, tell you my brush my teeth routine will make you an idea how long I take. I floss first, mouthwash, then I brush. Then I floss and I mouthwash again. So it takes about a good 10 minutes to brush my teeth. Then I wash my face. Okay. I obviously moisturize my face. I shave if I have to shave, you know, my neck because I'm not a neck beard uh, in my face. So that's about, I would say that's about another 10 minutes. So about 20 minutes right there gone. Um, And then I take Sabre out. So all in all, not that long. And obviously, you know, if I if I'm feeling if I'm feeling froggy, I'll take another shower because I take a lot of showers throughout the day. Just you can ask anybody that's ever lived with me. I take way too many fucking showers. Uh, but normally that's that's just my morning routine with my face and my mouth and everything to get myself together. So I would say about 40 minutes. Uh, so I got two kids. Oh shit! So about two and a half hours. <laughs> no, nah, it, it, it really it's like it's about the same though, right? Because like I get up, um, I gotta brush my teeth and anything before I use the bathroom because yes. I, honestly I, I get disgusted if I brush my teeth after I use the bathroom. Mm, I, I like so that. I'm the same. I, I, I have to brush that. my teeth first. <laughs> yeah, and then I use the bathroom. Um, I don't have the the same extensive uh, program for teeth brushing as Polo do. Um, probably should because that shit sounds like a, a genius plan. It's refreshing. But I, I do have uh, the floss. I have 
the mouthwash and I have probably four tubes of toothpaste literally sitting on my side of the bathroom and my wife has two. So I literally, I use a different toothbrush. I have three toothbrushes. Um, and I, I change my toothbrushes relatively often just because I feel like that's normal. Um, Get quit, bro. It's the best. Right. Uh, then I shower. I, uh, I have a face routine. So I do my face routine and my shower. So that's probably about like, that's probably 10 minutes or something like that. And I get out and I probably shouldn't do this after I get out of the shower, but I do a hundred pushups. That takes about seven minutes. Yeah, it's backwards. Yeah, but I don't sweat when I do pushups. It's still backwards. Yeah, but right, so I do a hundred pushups and then we normally get the kids ready, up and ready. And that takes two hours. <laughs> that, getting the kids ready is like 30 minutes depending on how yeah. they feeling because brushing their teeth is easy mm-hmm. they love getting in the shower so that's easy okay it's get it's getting them dressed ah yeah that's that's the part that i was expecting to take the longest <laughs> uh, so like, probably about an hour in total <laughs> gotcha and, and if we go fast it's it's hour but if 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 they not feeling us in the morning because mm-hmm. Alea is the one who don't like to wake up. My daughter, mm-hmm. she don't. She does not like to get up. She need her beauty uh, sleep. Well, she's the one that keep everybody up at night. <laughs> Apollo is right now sleeping in his bed. I walked past his bedroom, opened up the door, and he looked at me and said, "Good night, Daddy." And I said, "Good night, Apollo." And I turned his light off. I wouldn't expect him to sleep in his room. He he normally tried like sleep with us. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Do your thing, big boy." <laughs> I'm not supposed to say, bro. Let him sleep. Let him right. sleep. Good night. <laughs> I love it. All right. When we come back, we're going to spoil the final episode of Jobless Reincarnation. What else are we going to spoil? Platinum in, I guess, Demon Slayer. 86. Oh, fuck. 86 is back. Yes. We can talk about 86. I'm tripping. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about all those in spoiler talk. Nice long episode for you guys. We'll be right back after these.
Welcome back to episode 131, the palindrome of one of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Listen, we are back. Um, We're about to spoil a couple of shows. Listen, the song I played was incredible. Now, the song I played, because I had this one saved. Let me go back and just give you all the name of it. The song I played was called, Burn, it was from Burnwater, I Need You incredible fucking song now i heard this song watching a science video strangely enough on youtube and he had this song playing and it was incredible and i liked it a lot it was about the science video was about the um the new telescope that's going up that's like 10 billion dollars and it's like gold plated to catch infrared rays that's going to be like fucking way far out from the earth so it doesn't get hit with fucking space debris it's an incredible telescope. It's supposed to be helping us find uh, life in other places, but that's, that's how you know Polo, my brother, because I've literally been looking at the same thing. <laughs> that's how I spend my time on YouTube a lot of the time, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So yeah. let's let's spoil something. Can we start with jobless reincarnation? Please do. Let's. Do, oh my god, bro! Listen, jobless. this was one of my least favorite episodes for this anime. What? Yeah, bro. That was it. Was one of the best episodes. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> Ever for me. <laughs> it was just like, incredible the way it intertwined his real life with his past life, his PTSD and his emotions and every oh my God, I, man. I was I was sorry about the whole like Eris thing. Yeah, I was too, but I think she she, she left, bro. But she she didn't leave him. She left him incompatible. It was because she didn't feel good enough. Yes, she didn't feel good enough for him, which is so fucking stupid but believable at the same time. It's a dumb reason. It's a stupid. But he raw and he proved that point. Like that's what she's saying is true. That's absolutely true. But that's not how you handle this. That's not the answer to that question. He's fifteen. Exactly. But the answer to that question is not to leave. It's to stay and to learn mm-hmm. and to grow together. We know this because we we thirty. It's it, it fucking bugged the hell out of me, but it was so good because it was right. It was right but wrong because I understand why she did it. I get it, but it was wrong because of what it did to Rudius and Rudius to see his past life again to to get quote unquote more detail of his past life was absolutely incredible. There was a time in my life where I felt like I couldn't go anywhere or do anything and that's exactly why I think that part of this episode was just so impactful for me because I felt exactly how he felt I felt as soon as I stepped outside somebody's gonna be laughing at ah this Tajay he ain't got no job that's what the fuck you get like it was a situation so I was wrongfully terminated from one of the best jobs I've ever had like I was extremely proud of what I did at that job I was extremely good at the job no reason to be terminated. Tell was there. He was my assistant manager and I was a manager, store manager of T-Mobile. I was wrongfully terminated and it destroyed me. It absolutely destroyed me because I was, now I ain't have a job. So I, that's when I started streaming and trying to find ways to, to make it better. But then my roommate fucked me over when it came to the place I lived. Like I was giving him money every fucking month 
to live at the place I was living, but he took my money to Vegas, apparently fucking lost it and wasn't paying rent. And without me knowing, there was a sheriff knocking on our door and I had to get me and my dog out of there. And that was the roughest time of my life. And it never been like that for me because I always been on top of my shit. But for some reason, I just felt like everybody was talking about me. Like you fucked up, Paulo, you fucked up, Taja, you, you did wrong. You are horrible. You are a piece of shit. I was depressed. I was depressed because I was for a day. I was living out of my car until I got lucky enough to find somewhere to go. It was the worst time of my life. And for what he felt, I felt wholeheartedly like I felt that shit because what happened to him was so fucked up. These bullies stripped this man naked and put him on the fucking roof of the school, bro. Like that was awful. Shit. I would never go back. I would never step foot outside either. Like it was it was terrible. Understandable. It was awful. I loved it. Because he felt uh, that pain again. He remembered that pain again. Understandably so. Y'all have no idea how much love I have for Tajay. Uh, <laughs> uh, my bro, he's been through a lot. He has lot. been. And I think I think we all been through um some stuff. But uh Polo, Polo, he 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 pushed through. Yes. And this is one of those things where like I think this scene was relatable to a lot of people. Um, it wasn't necessarily relatable to me in the same regard, but I, I did feel that relation to like that specific part where it was like he felt like he couldn't move and then he heard like just his mom say i love you Ooh. right holy and, shit man and like I, i'm i'm sure polo and i are the same way we are very we love our moms yes um i love polo mom like she is a second and mom i love auntie shushu like it's no, no tomorrow <laughs> uh so the 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 thing is is that when when you kind of hear that in that moment you kind of really get drawn in and you're just like damn that's what will make you stand up and it's not necessarily just her voice specifically but it's the fact that like through the entirety of this episode we see that eris loves him we see that uh uh Rugeard has made a change in his life because of him we we see that uh his sister and the the maid mom tell him uh make it back to his father so like all these things are kind of making their connections now because of the things Rudy has done. It was so and well done, man. And the way that they display these things, they don't display them as big things in this episode, right? They're just they're just transitions. They're yes, just happening. Oh. They're, just, they're, they're just small moments. The main moment is is what Rudy is going through in his body and in his past. But those moments really, really speak to the evolution that Rudy has gone through in that time frame. So while no, I did not necessarily enjoy all of this episode. It was definitely one of the best episodes for this anime. And I'm saying I don't didn't enjoy it because it really hit. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed every last fucking bit. Like you said, like the way they just touched on everybody's place and time and this at this particular moment to then it was a beautiful wrap up to what we are going to get in the future right like it showed us where everybody is and where they're ending Roxy. up yeah before they continue now thank god for that Roxy scene because that ended up being probably the most important scene because we find out that she's alive his mother is actually alive who knows where the fuck she is it looked like she in the bottom pits of hell and it's probably gonna be the hell to get her ass out but she's alive and that fucking made my heart drop that touched my soul to know that she's still alive mm -hmm. because I absolutely love her as a mother 
I absolutely love her as a character. I absolutely love her as a waifu. All of the above. A, B, C, and D. Can we talk about Roxy's priority to save Rudy's mom over Rudy? Absolutely. Because although she knows Rudy is depressed, she knows he's going to come out of it. Facts. Although she knows Rudy is not in it at the moment, she knows Rudy is ridiculously strong and whatever happens, he's going to be fine. Yes. What's not going to be fine is if something happens to Zenith and Rudy finds out and things are no, no longer going to be okay for him. Yeah. So she chose to prioritize that moment and that's why characters like Roxy who have not been super prevalent or super big in this season are so important and that's why the characters in this show are so amazing I'm not we ain't rated in this yet but I'm giving the characters a 10 out of Fast. 10 <laughs> tell them <laughs> listen bro I and what's so crazy to me is that the fact that Rudy still doesn't quite understand that he's the overpowered character in this isekai situation he doesn't get that at all like he doesn't he doesn't show it he doesn't brag about it he doesn't do anything anything a normal otaku nerd would do in this situation knowing that they're powerful i don't think he knows how powerful he is because he doesn't quite fully understand the rules of this world i.e the situation the interaction with orsted right he didn't understand quite what the fuck aura this guy was giving off because he didn't sense it so in this situation he doesn't know how powerful he actually is yet so with that being said hopefully next season he get the girl into knowing that this motherfucker is a beast and when he does know that he's a beast just imagine just picture the power this guy can unleash bro it's gonna be incredible i agree he is definitely overpowered and not stepped into those shoes yet at all um because he, he deserves it at this point. He deserves stepping to them big fact. boy shoes and be like, I'm blowing all this up. Yep. And the only thing, only issue I have with that is that everybody around him who wants to grow and be stronger, they're going to be a whole nother step two years, three years behind. Because right. Rudy, once Rudy take off, it's a wrap for everybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just so crazy to me how, how everybody around him can see how powerful he is, but him. And it, it, it doesn't bug me in the sense of like, it doesn't bug me like he doesn't get it. I get why he doesn't get. I get. I get why he don't get it. But it just fucking it gets to me, man. Because I just know it give me some shit, bro. Right. Ah, oh, it's just crazy. Obviously, Jobless Reincarnation is one of our favorites. It's great. It's a great show. Uh, next up, let's talk eighty six. Eighty six is fucking finally back. Back like it never left with some emotional shit. Mm-hmm. Deeper character moments, which I fucking love when anime do this. I love when it takes the time to dive deeper into our characters to know where their head at head is at, especially after the situations that they've been going through the last time we've seen the show. I needed this. I needed this to basically to cleanse, to understand our our character's point of view, and we got it. I needed it. How you feel? I think. Um the the heaviness of this episode was specifically based around obviously uh shin's shin's emotion yeah he is he is tied to the idea of being the reaper yes like stuck to the idea of being a reaper like he's regardless like of, stuck. super glued yeah Gorilla yeah regard, regardless to how far the group goes um regardless of what happens like they've they've all felt a taste of freedom but he is he he just sees everyone else leaving him yep 
I don't, and I don't think it's necessarily him. I think he's trying to cope with the fact that he doesn't really care about ghosts. He only cares about fighting. He only cares about being the Reaper. The fact that he doesn't care about seeing the ocean with his friends or just surviving with his friends goes to show that he's he's more deeply scarred than even he realized it. And how could he not be? He's the fucking Reaper. Every last person, the persons he grew, he, he he's grown up with, basically, he had to kill. He had to fucking put down himself as a kid with a pistol in the head. Like, think about that. How can one cope with that? Being a fucking child. These people are 17, 16 years old. How do you cope with that? How do you live with that? You you can't. You just. Yeah, it, it's an extremely harsh moment for anybody living in that scenario. Facts. Facts. You try you try to cope with it and do what you can do. Um. And, and I think that uh, the idea, like the conversation he had with Frederica was heavily important as well, saying that like she's gotten to the point to where she's given up on, not necessarily given up on her night, that the fact that she doesn't want him to die. And like, that's the understanding that's hard to come to with the fact that he's part of the Legion and also the fact that meaning her not caring about him having to die means that she doesn't necessarily feel the need for Shin to go out there and waste his life on it. Facts. But Shin doesn't care about that nope. at this point. And that's that's what was also discussed is that if you have nothing to live for, you have nothing you want to see, you have nothing you want to do next, that the reality is is that your life being on the line is no longer of importance. Yep. And the, the crew realizing that he's only getting riskier and riskier with every mission uh, is really putting them at risk, but also realizing that he's the only one that's going to come out, of, out alive on this, and it's not necessarily their fault. They don't have those same skills, have that same talent. So right. he's leading them in a way that will drive them all down. That will literally kill them. I, I just, I, I just wish that I didn't know. Like, okay, this is the only time my entire anime watching career that I don't want anyone else to die like I don't care about like people dying in anime as long as it's told well it's emotionally in- impactful it is written well I'm all for it like kill whoever you want as long as it's done well this time I don't give a fuck what happens I don't want anyone else to die I want them all to survive I know damn well that's not gonna fucking happen in '86, but I want it. I want it to be so bad, and that's kind of that's kind of gut punching, man. It kind of sucks, you know. And what's sad about it is like as it stands right now, right? Um, There's death flags everywhere in this motherfucker, bro. Yeah, as it stands right now, if anyone is surviving, it can't be Shin. And, I, and I, I hate to say that, but he's drawn to it entirely too much. And I, I do feel like with all that we've already lost in this show, right? The the 20 other <laughs> people, not 20, but probably like what? 15 other people that was a part of their group before yeah. they, they made it this far. I think you're you right. Know? I think it was like 20. To be honest. Yeah. The, all the people. That, well, I mean, yeah, because it was it's only what five of them left mm-hmm. so like 
with all the people they've already lost, to think that there's a possibility that there could still be more lost on here. Uh, we lost the the captain. Uh, there's just a lot that has been misplaced in this this anime, and did it's we hard. Know? I don't know if we did we 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 don't know. I'm I'm assuming she's gone because that's yeah. all we know right now. We know that they don't respond. We know that they are not helping. We know that they have been attacked by the Legion, and that from what we know, there's nothing left. This shit got we don't blown know. back all the way back, rightfully so. But I, I don't think Shin can make it out of this alive because he's going to see himself as a hindrance to the rest of the group in terms of living. The rest of them, they can probably find a way to keep existing. Shin doesn't have another goal. Yeah. His goal, his current goal was to kill Pale Rider. And that's not that's not going to keep going. Uh, he, he, he don't really have any real goal outside of killing Legion. Yeah. Man, you know, I, I think about this a lot. My father is done with the military. My father retired. Um, he's in Alabama living his quote unquote best life. But unfortunately, it's, it's not his best life, according to my mother. That's getting a little bit, a little bit personal, but I don't think it's too personal. My father struggles with PTSD from what he obviously experienced in his what 25 years in the military or however long it was. He I don't. I don't think damn this is getting real deep. I don't I don't think he knows how to be a civilian anymore. Even okay. even talking to my father on the phone feels different from what I remember from years past. Like there was times where I lived in my fa- father down here in Texas at Fort Fort Worth. There was times I fucking lived with him in Georgia. But now it's like the phone conversations are hard because I can feel I can feel his distance with uh, not not me or anything but with just a civilian regular life and I just I don't know when I think about that as him being a 52 year old man these fucking kids they were born in this shit how do you live a regular life I don't think I don't think any of them I think all of them say they want a normal life until they get a normal life kind of like what we seen earlier in this part two so just just in, in context too they give themselves right? a goal to fight because home. how long do they have they had like about a year before they went back to the battlefield right that's a fact um the military gets a month. You say what? Um, hold on. The, the United States military. The United States military gets one month of debriefing and like resocialization training, and it's literally like maybe one or two classes a week. Yeah, that shit ain't enough for 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 one month. It's not enough. I mean, that's the, at least not for my father. <laughs> it's not enough for anybody. Yeah, like I, that year wasn't I, enough for our our kids, our eighty six yeah, kids. But yeah, I'm saying like my wife, uh, with the deployment she's had and stuff like that, she don't act like no regular civilian. She don't. She can't, can't talk to nobody like a, like a regular civilian. She, and after after the training you go through and stuff like that, it's not possible. And to think 
that these kids who were literally that's all they know at this point they're never going to reacclimate right. that easily like i think that some of them have had it easier because they didn't have to go through the same things as shin but yes. because of the things shin has had to go through uh his reacclimation is way different shin has actually had to kill people they have never had to kill people exactly they kill legion but they have never had to kill people they've never had to hear people's last words over shin and over and over shin probably feels like him dying at some point is freedom mm. he's free from all the things he's had to see hear and do that's a fact that's a fact uh yeah 86 is still continually to be great we got what four episodes left yeah and to, a funny thing about that next week would have been the final episode mm. if we had if we had no delays that's crazy that is wild I can't believe the majors I can't there's no way I'm gonna believe the majors gone she's not gone fuck that she gone she ain't gone man fuck there's no way she gone as fuck that quick yeah her name is no face now that's crazy as hell you ridiculous she, she a legion I hope not I think she's coming to meet with the Federacy on yeah, as, as a legion <laughs> you're a demon <laughs> you're an absolute demon alright we was gonna spoil uh, uh, fucking Demon Slayer but it's not really much to talk about there we're gonna come back to that next week but I think that'll be a wrap for today's extended Mike Check Wife Wife episode tell if your internet permits it Alright, so as my internet is doing well at the moment, we just finished talking about 86 and all its greatness. Y'all know what it is. Mike Check Waifu Waifu's Anime of the Year 86 Jobless Reincarnation. Goodness, it's so good. Um, love the ending. Um, get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? Uh, Polo and I, about 40, and 40 minutes to an hour, you know. Um, we ha- we just live that life. Uh, we also did the Mike Check Waifu Waifu patented review on link click giving it an 8.45 for Mike check waifu waifu as a group um and we also gave two shows that we recommend polo recommended uh sagrada reset i recommended talked op design or destiny polo didn't really say that you should watch it but i think you should watch it um we also did our winter 2022 list review that's a lot of 20s and 22s uh we chose our sleepers as well. Our sleepers are Land of Lidl for me and Polo's is Love of Kill. We're going to see how it goes. Uh, we also talked about AOT and are you excited for it for next season? And there's a lot of other stuff to be excited for as well for next year. Um, Jobless Reincarnation and Link Click were our episodes of the week. And that's been episode 131, The Paladrome of My Chick Waifu Waifu. Make sure y'all come back because we are going to discuss our animated year next week as well. So stick around for that. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check. Check. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.